the college experience week eight DFS lineups on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. winning season continues at my bookie and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP 20. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP 20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit only at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by thrive fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean stacking the money green pre-order Sean green's latest comedy album. This loss hurts us all for only three 99. That's right. Only three 99. Just head to sports gambling podcast.com slash Sean. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Sean. Week eight DFS style. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee, and I'm joined by I dude. I still got to work on this nickname. I, we got uh, I can't go Ric Flair for you too, but I'm joined by the the DFS God. All right, the guy who writes countless DFS articles over at Sports Gambling Podcast. The uh, the backpack. Granola eating, hiking, son of a gun. Give it up for Tobacco Road's finest, NC Nick. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? How we doing? Doing all right, buddy. Doing all right. And, uh, you know, ready for another week of, uh, I know we're battling out some Thursday night DFS as we speak currently, but, uh, you know, I'm excited for this just DraftKings lineup for Friday night, Saturday morning, and Saturday night. I mean, the big ones are Saturday. We're just kind of breeze by Friday, even though I feel good about my Friday lineup. But we'll, we'll, we'll give some. We'll give, we'll give out our Friday lineups, but the thick of it is Saturday. That's where the the real money's at. I feel like, you know. So before we get into all that, where where the hell in the world are you now? I am uh, broadcasting from a Hilton hotel in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So if it gets a little choppy, bear <laughs> with me. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, you, you know, hotel internet's always a, a question mark. I'm sitting here grinding it out and you're touring the Southwest like you're freaking Bon Jovi or something. <laughs> is, is that his demographic? Does he, does he, is that he, where he goes? He's in Albuquerque and Santa Fe. <laughs> I, I, I hear he's huge in, in the, in the ABQ. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. If you didn't know this, Santa Fe has America's oldest church, right? So perhaps I am living on a prayer. NC Nick, a very old, I prayer. liked it. Well done. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't know a modern day rock band. So I had to go Bon Jovi. <laughs> well, if you would have said Nickelback, I wouldn't have caught any of the references. It would have been a dead end. I wouldn't have been able to do living on a prayer. Cause I don't know any of their fucking songs. So uh, good job. Uh, if I said Nickelback, then you should, you should have taken offense. If I said, what are you Nickelback? <laughs> <laughs> well, Annalise Bon Jovi, it's a tie in. He owned the uh, Philadelphia soul arena football team for a while. You know, I can appreciate that even though I, I exactly. I prefer football to be outdoors, but I don't mind summer arena football. I would actually like arena football to, to, to come back over the summer a little bit, just because uh, it's still better, more entertaining than a lot of baseball games. Even though I like baseball, don't get me wrong. I like my options. Well, growing up, we definitely watched our share of arena league games. You know, the, uh, was it the Orlando Predators and uh, the Arizona Rattlers? Iowa Barnstormers. The Iowa Barnstormers. 
Classic, man. Classic. We, we watched a lot of arena football growing up and uh, you know, I actually attended a game. I went to the Arizona Rattlers at Los Angeles Avengers that at the time, I believe the Avengers were uh, in the process of being owned by, by Gene Simmons of kiss. So to, to bring it back to music, I loved how all these rock and roll guys were except the, my only problem was that they were getting into arena football and not real football, but enough of that. Let's get to DFS. All right. You're over there on the East coast in the wee hours. I'm over here. I'm going to go grab dinner after this, have a few drinks and enjoy Santa Fe. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Let's do it, man. We got, yeah, we got some great slates coming up here. Uh, you know, Friday is a little bit different this week because there's three games. So there's, you know, it's not, it's not just a one game showdown. There's, there'll be some options. There'll be some, some differences in lineups. And then uh, uh, Saturday afternoon, that's, that's your, your prime time. That's 13 games. And then uh, we have a nightcap uh, at the end for uh, Saturday night. So uh, yeah, man, let's get into it. All right. Uh, Friday night. Let's quickly go through this here. Uh, I think I like my, I, I might actually like my Friday, Friday night lineup the best, but I don't know. I, it, it, it changes maybe because my Tulsa golden hurricane are playing, but I'm starting things off with quarterback Zach Smith, because I think there's value in them against the South Florida bulls. Who was your quarterback? I'm sorry. Zach Smith of the, uh, the Tulsa golden hurricane at 6,700. Okay. So, and you know what? And, and, and he is in my super flex spot. So we'll at least share one of the quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. USF is, is, is trash. Uh, I expected a big game from Zach Smith. I'm, I'm right there with you. And uh, for my other quarterback, um, assuming that you also have two quarterbacks, one in the QB slot, one in the super flex I do. with that, I'm going to go Bryson with UAB. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a good play. I thought about, I thought about doing that, but I just thought, Hey, let me go Zach Smith. I don't, I didn't go Lucero, even though I'm all over UAB. So um, at running back, I did go UAB and, uh, and you might, you might know this guy because, uh, or you might not know this guy, but uh, recently, let me pull up the stats real quick. So I am make sure I'm a hundred percent accurate here, but uh, this is a, a, I believe the the conference USA freshman of the week. And this guy's really emerged in the past two weeks, NC Nick. And I'm talking about the UAB freshman running back Dwayne McBride. All right. So look, I knew UAB coming into the season was loaded at running back with Spencer Brown, Jermaine Brown and Lucius Stanley. But out of nowhere has come this freshman Dwayne McBride, 18 rushes for 226 yards, 12.6 yards a rush, two touchdowns, 71 yard touchdown a week ago. And they're getting this guy, the ball more. And I think he's undervalued because I think they know how electric he is. They have Spencer Brown. Who's their every down back, but McBride will get some carries and he is exciting. Yeah, that's interesting. He wasn't really on my radar since he isn't you know, technically the starting running back, but you know, if, if he has that kind of potential, you have to give him the ball. Um, so yeah, I, I, he is not in my lineup. I, I spent up big for my running backs. Um, I went on Louisiana Lafayette. I went with Elijah Mitchell. He had a kind of a, an average game against coastal Carolina last weekend. I expect a big bounce back game. I expect his line to be more like the week before against Georgia state, where he ran for over 150 yards and a couple touchdowns, big game for Elijah Mitchell, uh, for, uh, the raging Cajuns. Um, and since this is, you know, rapid pace here, let me give you my second running back as well. I'm going to go FIU Devonta price. He's probably the only decent player on the, uh, the golden Panther offense. They're playing at FCS school in Jackson state. Uh, so I expect no, J- a big J- game Jacksonville state, Jackson, J- Jacksonville state, Jacksonville state. Is there a freaking difference? I don't think anybody well, Deion Sanders is the coach at Jackson state. <laughs> That's the difference. Walter Payton. Also. But Jackson, but Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders was never very good at tackling. So I, I don't think his defense is going to be able to uh, stop running backs either. <laughs> no, no, no. Deion's at Jackson state. This is Jacksonville state, but yes, I agree. Jacksonville state's D line is trash. And uh, I have the same play. I have Devonte price. And I think 
part of the reason is, is Kalen Wiggins, the quarterback of FIU, who I think is going to get the start from what I read. Um, he can't throw the ball. He was six of 19 for 42 yards in the last game. So they are just going to uh, hand the ball off to price. Who's a beast. He tore up uh, Miami. So I, I, I like that play. Give me Devonte price. The weakness of Jacksonville state on defense is that D line. So yes. Uh, moving along my wideouts. I'm going to get to my first, I'll give you my three wideouts. I'm going to go with Myron Mitchell of UAB at 5,800. I'm gonna go with tight end Hayden Pittman of UAB who catches some touchdowns at 3,600. And then I'm gonna go with Stokes, the wideout of Tulsa. Who's a stud at 6,500. Give me your wideouts, buddy. And what do you think of those? I, I see what you're doing there. I, you know, I like them and we're going to have some overlap. Uh, I also have Meyer Mitchell from UAB. I didn't have enough money to put Austin Watkins in there. So uh, I, I think, yeah, Mitchell's having a good year too. I think he only has a couple less catches than Watkins, you know, only 16 less yards. So you're getting Myron met, uh, I'm sorry, Myron Mitchell at a value price compared to the wide receiver one for UAB. Um, I also have Stokes, Keelan Stokes from Tulsa. Um, and I went with another receiver from Tulsa, Sam Crawford. I want pieces of this Tulsa offense against South Florida. I mentioned I have Zach Smith like you, so I got uh, a double stack here with two Tulsa wideouts and also uh, Mitchell with from from UAB. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I like that angle too because I'm all on, on Tulsa as as well as you. I know. So uh, at flex, I'm on Spencer Brown, running back of UAB. So I want both the running backs of UAB because I think there's going th- this UAB offense of line returns their whole entire starting five offensive line from a season ago. And and running despite them, Lucero's got a good arm, but he's still a freshman. The bread and butter of this UAB offense is their run game. I want to have both of those, so uh, that's my play. Wow, wow! Cornering the market on the UAB rushing game. You're not a little worried that uh, that ULL has a a pretty solid defense, and you know, I mean, it's, they're not gonna. They could still put you know get some yardage and you know get in the end zone, but they shouldn't put up anything like you know, crazy stats. I mean, I just think Spencer Brown's a guy that first off UAB, they get, they're going to get points. I think with their passing offense, it just, in, there's not a weakness on the offense to me. If anything, it's the fact that the quarterback's a freshman, but that when they get in the red zone, even if Spencer Brown doesn't get, you know, he's only getting 4.8 yards of carry. He has six rushing touchdowns. They like to, to give him the rock in the red zone. So I, I think there's value in his touchdowns. So give me Spencer Brown as that play. How about you on flex? Okay. So flex, I'm I'm broke as a joke with flex. I only had 3,200 to spend, so I'm going to go on UVA's team. Also, I'm going to go with their third wide receiver, uh, Trey Shropshire. Uh, you know, uh, he's only called a handful of balls on the year. Does have a couple touchdowns, I think. So maybe he can find pay dirt again. But uh, really, that's you know, at that price, he was the best of the bad options. Um, in general, I don't mind spending up and kind of punting on one slot, you know, kind of just hoping that slot gives you something. Um, so that's my strategy. And, uh, yeah, that's my lineup here, man. I feel pretty good about it too. Yeah. I, I, I like that lineup. My, see my super flex. I went with a, a, a FCS player, a former Clemson quarterback who, who did great against Florida state. And I watched Asher O'Hara, middle Tennessee's quarterback kind of carve up that Florida international uh, defense at the right times. So I think Zarek Cooper, the quarterback of Jacksonville state is my super flex. He runs the ball also a lot, and he's also a decent throwing quarterback. They got a really good tight end and a, and a couple decent wideouts. So I like him at the super flex spot at 7,300. That's my Friday night play. What do you think of that play? Only the Danta base would go college football hipster and go for the FCS player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know much about him. I'll take your word for it. He played um, at Clemson. You know, <laughs> Hey, I didn't know that, you know, so uh, obviously he has some talent. Uh, so, Hey, you know, if you're looking to, you know, zig when other people zag, you might be onto something. There we go, buddy. Uh, all right. Before we get to Saturday's lineup, I want to tell you that the college experience DFS week eight lineup is brought to you by mybookie.ag. at my bookie winning season means the NFL and college football is in full swing. And it's your chance to win big 
There's no sweeter feeling than watching your team storm back in the fourth to win the game and put cash in your pocket. Whether you're a first time player, a veteran to the game, taking underdogs or siding with the favorites. The fact is there won't be a better time to get in on all the action. Join now using our promo code SGP 20. You can grab a free $20 wager with your first deposit to bet on anything in the sports book, anything you want to bet on lucky Lindy in the seventh of some random race. Boom. There's $20 for you to do that. That's right. My book is giving you a chance to make your first ever bet a winning one. And it's on the house. Come on now. Uh, nothing beats, you know, NFL or college football action and absolutely nothing beats free money. So join now, take advantage. Don't even think about it. head over to my bookie right this second and get your stake in the games. Ah, NFL action, MLB world series action, college football action, college basketball, right around the corner. That's winning season, baby. And it begins today exclusively at my bookie. All right. NC Nick Ty, it's Hey, Hey, breaking news. 1033 Eastern time. There's just under nine minutes left in this fun belt game. And Alan Cooley is in first place oh, in our man. fun belt showdown. I'm, he is up by one point on me. Where am I at on that right now? Cooley, you are uh, your fourth buddy. You're only down by six points. So I say it's a very fluid situation here. Uh, Cooley has never won a contest. He's our boy. You know, I mean, I still want to beat him, but if I don't win, then, uh, then go Alan Cooley. Yeah. I mean, look, he needs to win one of these ones, right? I just hope it's not tonight. <laughs> I hope it's in one of the ones I'm hey, not playing. Hey, speak, speaking of winners, how about we give credit to the two winners of the Saturday um, contest from last weekend? And who are they? So the afternoon slot, I believe you came in second place. So you were still in the money. Uh, I was, I, I got screwed over because my quarterback got hurt at, in the second quarter out for the game. And Demonte Coxie from Memphis decided he didn't want to play football anymore in the pregame. Uh, so I wasn't these millennials. Close to that, but, uh, <laughs> I know man, freaking geez. But uh, Joel Meyer, our boy, Mr. Joel Meyer, the LSU fan, he won the afternoon slate. Congrats to Joel. Uh, I hope you hopefully. Uh, bought Hopefully he used his winnings on, on some gal out there. Like coach O did and said, hold that tiger, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the night slate. I have no idea who this guy is. Maybe he can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't know, but uh, his, uh, his screen name in, in DraftKings is B Batani. Is it, Billy, yeah, is, yeah, it yeah, is it, is it Billy Batani, the soccer, the soccer host? I'd have to look at his name and make sure, but if it's Billy, that'd be amazing. If he knows his college uh, B -B football too. B B A T T A N I. Maybe it's not Billy Bahati. I don't know, yeah. but, but well, whoever they are, they're a great, whoever they're, the hell it is. yeah, they're a great American. Solid American. Well done. I think he was playing the tonight's slate too. He wasn't winning this one. So I'm going to take my lunch money back from you. B Batani. Got it. <laughs> All right. Let's get to Saturday morning's action. Um, I'm, I'm interested where you start out with quarterback. I'll let you go first this time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I'm going to save some coin at quarterback here. I'm going to go Jordan Travis with Florida state um, ever since he took over when, uh, when Blackman was really ineffective the first couple of games that dude, Jordan Travis has been balling out. Uh, he has, he has two games. I think he started two or three games now. And in, in at least two of those games, he's ran over 100 yards in each game. He has uh, a handful of rushing touchdowns on the year against UNC last week. He also threw for almost 200 and a touchdown. Uh, and it looks like he has uh, awoken the, the seminal offense and he's doing big things there. Uh, they they played Louisville this week. Uh, somehow Louisville kept the Notre Dame offense down last week. That was an ugly game. I, I didn't watch any. I think, I think Notre Dame won 12 to seven or something. Dude, that was shocking. Uh, that was um, absolutely shocking. Yeah. But overall, you know, Louisville's defense is not good. Uh, so I expect another big game from Travis. I love the floor that he provides with his rushing. 
you know, I, 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 I expect at least 20 points easily. And, and, you know, he has potential to put up a lot more. Yeah. I like that play. I, I actually thought about doing that play, but I went with, uh, I went with a guy who looked very shaky. Well, pretty much a lot of his college career. I'm going with Bo Nix at $7,000 as my quarterback. Um, I think it's just you. We I saw Felipe Franks look decent against that old Miss defense. So if he can do it, I believe Bo Nix can do it. And Seth Williams stud wide out for Auburn. I think they'll get their chances to get points on old Miss. Even if Nix has to run the ball, I think there'll be some value there against old Miss's shaky, shaky defense. So give me Bo Nix at 7,000. Hey, I totally understand trying to, uh, you know, uh, roster uh, Auburn Tigers this week. Any team that plays Ole Miss, I'm looking at that team you know, every week, uh, which kind of leads into my first running back, and that's uh, Auburn's true freshman uh, Tank Bigsby. And this 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 dude's a beast. Uh, Auburn started the year kind of by committee. Big Bigsby has taken over that that uh, committee. He's he's emerged as the uh, lead dog. He ran for over 100 and a couple touchdowns last week. They play Ole Miss. He, he should have plenty of running room. He's only 6,500. Give me tank Bigsby as my uh, first running back. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I went with uh, Michael Carter of North Carolina. I know they do the two running back set. I know he's the undervalued running back, but I also like him out of the backfield. I just think he is a, a dynamic player. And I think NC state without Devin Leary, you know, one thing I'll say after watching that Virginia tech NC state game, I think this NC state defense is their weakness on this team. And I think North Carolina is going to have a lot of opportunity to throw the ball and run the ball all over this Wolfpack defense. So give me Michael Carter at 5,900. So, so far we're seeing a lot of the same angles. We're just taking different players. I'm taking, I'm spending up for the other running back at UNC Javonta Williams. Uh, I mean, this dude, the stats he's putting up here, the last two games, so against Florida State, he had 186 total yards from scrimmage, two touchdowns. The week before against Virginia Tech, 224 yards from scrimmage, two more touchdowns. Uh, the good thing about him is that he's more active in the passing game than Carter. Uh, there's enough room for both these guys to produce. Yeah, I see why you went the, the lower. Good. Well, I was saying like even Carter has 10 catches on the season, so I still feel good about that, and he's actually their leading rusher. Now he doesn't have as many yeah. attempts, but he's their leading rusher, but both are fantastic. Yeah. And both could have big games against NC state. Carter is probably more consistent. Williams is more big play. Uh, I understand why you went with the cheaper option, but I, you know, I had some money to spend here. I think uh, one thing with this afternoon slate is that I love the running backs. So I'm going running back heavy on this slate. And uh, you, you'll see that as we progress through our lineups here. Okay. Well, I'll get to my second uh, running back and that is I'm going with Khalil Herbert for the Virginia tech Hokies, 61 rushes, 592 yards, almost 10 yards a carry and five touchdowns. This kid's a stud. Woo! His values eight, eight, 8,800, but I think he's going to, I mean, wake force isn't known for their run defense. No, he should have a big game. Um, he, he, Sorry, he, he, I started off running. But you you didn't have him on your you didn't have him on your roster at all. Well, you know, actually, I do have him on my roster. Uh He's in my flex spot. Okay, okay. So here's a guy. He's a transfer from Kansas. Smart move. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of Dodge. Go to you know go to Blacksburg, Virginia Tech, a much better team. But uh, so this you know when the the first Hokie game this year, it was a running back by committee. Uh, I actually highlighted Herbert on my uh, weekly DFS column. At that point, he was only 5K or I think it was 5.9K. Um, that first game, he had six rushes, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo. Ever since then, he's had 19 carries, 18 carries, and 18 carries. He's taken over that backfield. Uh, the yardage and touchdowns he's putting up is, is ridiculous. Uh, wise move, putting him as your second running back. I'm getting ahead of myself, but yes, he's my flex guy. 
Yeah. Um, and, and you, I think you were, you were asking me to, to, to give my wideouts, correct? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, my wideouts at first, I'm going to stick to some of the games you've seen that I've mentioned prior. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Damani Brown out of uh, UNC. I think Damani Brown, right? Isn't that pronounced it correctly? Right. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, he's at 6,200. I expect UNC to really get revenge from a week ago. And I think this North Carolina state defense is not very good. So I expect a lot of points from North Carolina in this game. And my, my other wideouts are, I'm going to take you to, uh, I'm going to stay in the state of North Carolina and take you to wake forest where, uh, I know last week I, I, I jumped off of some of these guys, but, uh, uh, this kid, Jaquari Roberson, 20 catches, 314 yards, and it's only one score, which is a bit scary, but getting the ball a lot. So I like that. They've also ran him a couple times. So, and, and then my third wideout is Seth Williams from Auburn. So I know he's questionable. You want to monitor this, but I, I read something saying he's likely to play. Keep an eye on this. If Seth Williams, uh, cause I think he's first off, he's a stud, absolute stud wideout, and Ole Miss is defense is a mess. So I expect, I expect uh, Seth Williams to really get after it. Those are my three wideouts. Let's hear your three wideouts NC Nick. This is going to be funny. Cause so we have some, some of the same players and some of the same games. So we're going to be tuning into, you know, the same three or four games here. Uh, so my, and once again, you know, I spent a lot of money on running back. I didn't have a whole lot of money to spend that receiver. So my top guy is also an Auburn tiger, but he's not the guy you, you rostered. It's Anthony Schwartz. It's um, may the, the Schwartz the, 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 be the with you, <laughs> dude. Uh, you, you're ahead of me, man. You, you stole my punchline. You know, I, I was going to say as a big Spaceballs fan, may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> but um, so here's the guy who, you know, once again they're playing Ole Miss. I want pieces of this game specifically. I want Auburn Tigers. Bo Nix has not been good this year. He'll welcome this matchup. Uh, the bad defense at Ole Miss will help him get right. Even with the bad quarterback play, Schwartz already has 27 catches over 250 yards and a touchdown. Um, only one touchdown, kind of like Roberson. So maybe some positive touchdown regression there. Uh, so yeah, my, my, my first receiver is Anthony Schwartz from Auburn. Um, my second receiver is the same guy you mentioned. I rostered him last week. That is Roberson with Wake Forest. Um, he's still only in the, in he's 4,600. Uh, I think last week he was 4,400 last week. He caught seven balls for 126 yards. You know, um, he's definitely Sam Hartman's favorite target. I expect Wake Forest to have to pass the ball more than they want to against Virginia tech to try to keep up. There's a good chance that game's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think Roberson has another big game. Well, well, another and, uh, an, an, and third. An, uh, hold on, an, another reason why yeah, there's value. I know Virginia Tech's always got good defensive backs. Some would argue they're the real DBU, but Clawson throws a lot of these wide receiver screens. He throws a lot of them, so I think that you're going to get your value regardless of who what the corner is. So anyway, continue. Yeah, you know, you know, and we are playing PPR, and those wide receiver screens, even if they don't go for a lot of yards, you get points for every reception. So, uh, yeah, that that short passing game that Wake has is very beneficial to uh, DFS here. Um, yeah, so we're locked up there. So my third receiver, this is the cheapest dude on my roster. Once again, I didn't know have a whole lot of money to to spend. It's it's kind of a punt. I don't know much about this guy. In general, I would not recommend taking Kansas Jayhawks, <laughs> but they do have a receiver. Uh, he's, he's either the, their, their wide receiver one or two, you know, that their top guys I think are within one catch of each other. His name is Takolve Williams. I am probably butchering the pronunciation of his first name, but uh, Williams, the wide receiver on Kansas, they should be losing. They should have to pass a lot. Uh, <laughs> he, got, he caught seven balls in the opener. Uh, he's caught at least two or three balls each game. I really don't know much about this dude, but, uh, for the, as cheap as almost as cheap as you can get, I'm going to take a flyer on this Kansas Jayhawk and I uh, really just hope he can, you know, catch a few balls and maybe get 50 yards or something. I love it. I love the play. I love it. When you go with a Jayhawk, someone off the beaten path, 
Uh, okay. Well, my flex, <laughs> I'm going to stay with the wideouts. I'm going to go with Bo Corrales. Uh, 13 for 238 and only one score, which, which you'd like to see. Uh, but Corrales gets the ball enough that I think he could be a value flex play. Hey man, you know, I'm going to agree with you. You know, my lineup last week had both Roberson and Corrales. So uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I think, uh, yeah, he, UNC does have a lot of mouths to feed, uh, but he showed last week against Florida state that he can use his size to his advantage. Uh, you know, they can just throw jump balls to him basically. Uh, so yeah, I'd expect maybe a, a fade or two attempts in the end zone here. Maybe he can add to that touchdown total. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking for your super flex so, and flex? Yeah. So our, yeah, I already mentioned my flex. Obviously, that is Khalil I, that, Herbert. That, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So for my super flex, I would say about ninety percent of my lineups it's two quarterbacks. That is not the case here. I told you I'm all over the running backs in this afternoon's slate. So I'm going to go to uh, Manhattan, Kansas, and get, and grab my guy Deuce Vaughn, the true freshman. He's uh, he's a stud. He had. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. He's a complete stud. I love what he yeah, reminds me of exactly. Scrolls. Yep. Yep. And they're playing Kansas this week. Kansas sucks. Their defense is awful. Their offense is awful. In general, they're just awful. Um, Deuce Vaughn had a kind of had, well, he had the worst game of his, of his very you know brief career against TCU. Uh, I don't think it was last week. I think it was the week before. I don't think Kansas state played last week. Um, so with Skylar Thompson going down, the whole offense kind of stalled out against TCU. I expect a big bounce back against Kansas this week. I think Deuce Vaughn at seven at seven thousand even. I think he could have a monster game. So uh, if you're looking at my roster, I have four running backs. Um, I like it, man. You know, usually it's it's pretty rare not to go quarterback in the super flex, but I, I saw the value there with Deuce Vaughn at seven K. I like it. I like that play getting creative. I did go. I stuck with the formula. I went super flex. I went with uh, Sam Howell. I think he's going to go, go off on uh, NC state. I think he's a great value play. I mean, I mean, he's 7,900. So I guess maybe not the most amazing value play, but I think he's going to be worth it based on how bad that NC state defense is. So give me Sam Howe to light them up. And uh, yeah. What do you think of that play? Yeah, I think Howe's in store for another big game. I think the UNC offense is in store for a big game. Hopefully NC state can kind of keep pace and yeah, so where UNC has to keep their foot on the gas. I guess it's a little concerning taking a, a, a 16 point favorite, but um, you know, as far as picks, I'm going NC state. I think NC state covers that big spread. I think it's closer than people think. And therefore the offense needs to keep on producing. So uh, yeah, man, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Okay. So let's switch over to the night feed. But before I do, I want to tell you that the college experience DFS week eight picks are brought to you by Sean Stacking the money green. Yes. His brand new album is out pre-order Sean green. My pals, new comedy album. Uh, this loss hurts us all for only three 99, only three 99. Come on, go to sports gambling podcast.com slash Sean. The album title comes from something his dad yelled after an Eagles loss. Uh, and I, I, I know his dad, he's hilarious. So if a three 99 album wasn't enough, we also, we also got a chance for you DJs to win big pre-order his album before October 26th and send in a screenshot to podcast at sports gambling podcast.com. And one winner will get a hundred dollars cash an SGP hoodie and a chance to give out their lock dog and tease on air. That's an awesome thing only at uh, sports gambling podcast That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Sean. Make sure you check out that album. Trust me, put a lot of work into it. I know the grind and uh, you know, I just know the grind it uh, a lot of times when you listen to a comedy album, um, I don't think people outside of the comedy world fully understand what all goes behind it. How many shows of uh, performing at a, uh, at a flingers where everyone's watching Monday night football and you're just on pretty much on like a loudspeaker. (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, pick that up. I also want to tell you that the college experience DFS style is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy. This, this season thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Really cool stuff here. The response of SGP listeners for thrive fantasy has been amazing. I mean, it's really been amazing. So uh, you want to check that out. Uh, Everyone. I know Alan Cooley's talking to him about getting college football. They said they're working on it. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on each game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. If it's uh, if it's PGA or MLB or perhaps esports, you choose five out of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Um, but each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit and you hit the most props, you rack up the most points and you win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and is awarded over uh, $1,600,000 in cash prizes. So make sure you check out uh, our friends here. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four times rollover. Download Thrive, Thrive Fantasy on the App Store. At or the Google Play Store, or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and don't forget that promo code SGP, people. All right, we're back with NC Nick talking DFS football, college football, that is. And there's some money to be made in these DFS lineups. So listen up. The night game for Saturday night, all of the night games, we're going to break down our rosters here. NC Nick, why don't you start off with this one here? All right, so uh, I, you know, it, it seemed like in the afternoon slate you were, uh, you know, using a lot of my roster from last week. So I'm going to return the favor uh, with my quarterback position and take your boy from South Carolina, Colin Hill. Um, you know, if, uh, if if you haven't noticed, LSU cannot play any defense this year, and they especially cannot defend the the pass. Uh, their last game against Missouri, whoever the hell the Missouri quarterback is threw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, I'm looking to fade LSU. Um, I think Colin Hill goes, goes down into Baton Rouge and has a big game. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the same play here. You know, I'm sticking with my guy. He's like Gardner Minshew jr. Um, so I, I gotta, I gotta stick with my, my boy. Um, so I, I'm actually on Colin Hill as as well. And uh, in case you were wondering, that Missouri quarterback, it's not Sean Robinson, the TCU transfer. It's Connor uh, ba- Basilek. I don't know Basilek. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, but he he definitely lit it up uh, against LSU. And another thing to factor in is no Miles Brennan. I hear this week, so LSU might be punting even more. So uh, yeah. So and and not only did uh, you know. LSU passing defense was awful against Missouri, but we all saw a week one against Mississippi state too. And uh, I mean, I know Mike Leach is our boy, but the Bulldogs haven't really, you know, lit it up since then. So, <laughs> so right now the LSU passing defense looks atrocious. I think it makes complete sense to go Colin Hill and he's only 6,400 too. And that's, you know, the icing on the cake there. All right. So, so far we have the same quarterback. Let's see if we have the same running back. Where are you going on the, on the running back slate here? All right. So there's only six games on this slate. You know, we failed to mention that even though with the big 10 coming back and the mountain West coming back for whatever reason, DraftKings did not put those games in these lineups. Bastards. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. It's you true. know, but it's always kind of hard to tell with you know teams that haven't played a game yet. So maybe that's a good thing. But for some reason, they have omitted those two conferences. Uh, so, anyway, just wanted to point that out and uh, mention that there's only six games in this night slate, and there's and a couple of those games are are smaller schools. Uh, and I'm going to go to a small school, and I'm going to grab Sincere McCormick from UTSA playing Louisiana Tech. Um, this guy, he's a hell of a running back, man. He's yeah, and you expect Skip Holtz coach teams for uh, Louisiana Tech to, ha- to have a solid defense. That that really hasn't been the case. Uh, I think uh, teams are averaging over 30 points against the Bulldogs. 
So we should have a high scoring game here. Uh, McCormick has already rushed over a hundred yards in three of the games this year. He ran for 197 against Texas state. There's no committee here. McCormick is the lead dog running back. He, he, uh, he is that team, man. Uh, I've watched, yeah. a, I've watched a lot of UTSA football and they've had four different quarterbacks to their credit, to their coach's credit and McCormick's credit. They are still a competitive team, even with their losses. I've been really impressed with this first year with Jeff trailer as uh, the head coach of UTSA and sincere McCormick is a real big part of that offense. And that's why he's my running back too. And I wonder if we have the same exact rosters. Uh, we're two for two so far. <laughs> Who's your third running back? Hold on. Your second running back, or your third player. Yeah. 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 Second running back. Uh, uh, I'm going to stay with a small school and I'm going to go down to South Alabama. We have the same team to play. <laughs> so they happen to play uh, possibly the worst team in the FBS, which is the uh, university of Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Uh, but the, the, the running back for South Alabama is Carlos Davis. Uh, you know, they should be able to run all over this team. Uh, Carlos Davis is six K. Um, you know, the Warhawks are own five. They're giving up over 260 yards rushing per game. And this dude has ran for at least 80 yards in every game. I feel like it's a very safe floor and the matchup provides a very high ceiling for only six K. Give me Davis from South Alabama. Uh, I have the same play here. He is their workhorse and they are a physical football team. They run the two quarterback system a lot and they really emphasize the, the run here. I mean, 80 rushes. The only one closest to him is uh, in the running back position is five rushes on the, or nine rushes. I'm sorry. So he is their stallion. So uh, let's go. I'm on the same play. We have the same team so far. So I'm wondering if we're just going to score the same amount of points. Uh, let's, let's talk wide outs. Give me, give me your, your wide outs or actually, you know what, to switch it up, I'll, I'll, I'll list some of my wide outs because maybe, maybe we'll find out if first. Yeah. First I'll mention that we did not discuss this beforehand whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chances are we're going to have a little bit of differences with, with the wide receivers. Hopefully who knows? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Shoot. Okay. Well, I'm starting off just like last week. And I'm backing two air raid wideouts. I know since he's good for their defense, but I still play the percentages. If you're throwing 60 times a game, I like my chances with Tyler page and Rasheed rice at wideout. rice had a monster game a week ago and page had a good one too. Uh, so I'm backing both of them again. And then uh, my third wideout is uh, I'm going to take you to look, if there's one thing that we just mentioned La Monroe, gets the tar kicked out of them almost every week, right? Well, I expect them to be down big early and then they're going to want, they're going to have to throw, right? They're going to have to throw to get back in the game. And you might as well go out and grab one of their, one of their best, uh, one of their best wideouts. And, and that's what I did in Peterson that they're, they're wideouts. So he's a tight end. I'm sorry. He's a, uh, he's listed as a wideout, but he's actually a tight end, but he's, he leads their team. He has 18 catches on this, on this Warhawk team the closest receiver is 12. So I, I like this play here of, of, of going with the tight end Peterson for uh or, but he's listed as a wideout for DraftKings' sake. So food for thought uh, he's at 4,800. And I also like Tyler page at 4,600 great value in both those guys. So, all right, give me your three wideouts. So first off, what do you think of what, what I just said? Yeah. You know, so it always, you know, makes sense to take wide receivers in passing attacks that throw the ball often, you know, high volume, you know, that's what you're going for there. So uh, yeah, you know, I see what you're doing there. Um, we are going to have some differences finally, and that's good because I did not have any of those three guys on my list. Um, the Cincinnati defense kind of scared me away from taking SMU guys. Um, I didn't know much about that tight end from ULM. He's not on my roster either. Uh, the people that are on my roster, it starts with uh, Terrace Marshall at LSU. Uh, I understand that we're going to have a freshman quarterback, TJ Finley in there, uh, but Marshall has seven touchdowns through three games. He's already has over 400 yards. The LSU defense sucks. South Carolina is going to score points. LSU is going to have to throw the ball to keep up. Uh, a lot of times when you have a backup quarterback or a young quarterback, he's going to hone in on the one reliable, consistent receiver. That's Marshall. 
I expect a big game from Marshall. I expect him to find the end zone. Um, you know, I, I want pieces of the South Carolina LSU game. So that's where I, I paid up 7.5 K for Terrace Marshall. Um, and we're going to, we're going to stay in the same game. My second wide receiver is with South Carolina. That's shy Smith. Uh, that's a you know, nice little stack there with Colin Hill. Shai Smith is the quintessential possession receiver. I think he's averaging, uh, let me pull it up here. I think he's averaging over 10 catches a game or something. So uh, his first two games of the year, he caught 10 balls uh, in, in both those games. He had kind of a weak game against Vandy, but South Carolina was blowing them out. They didn't have to pass the, the uh, ball much. Um, last week against Auburn, he bounced back, had eight catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. It seems like it seems like he's a pretty sure bet for production. And once again, LSU cannot cover the pass. Uh, I expect uh, Smith to probably go over 100 yards here, have a, a handful of catches because you know we are playing PPR. He's going to have a bunch of a bunch of balls thrown his way. Um, Shai Smith is my second receiver. My third receiver in a game that we have not mentioned yet is the Texas State BYU game. I'm going to go with BYU's number three receiver, uh, Neil. And this is dude's probably Samoan, so I'm going to butcher his name. Neil Paua. Yeah, he's good. Is that, is that close enough? Yeah, I think you got it. So, uh, so Paua, if that's right, has already caught 17 balls for 191 yards and touchdown through five games. Um, you know that alone is solid for his his relatively cheap price tag of uh, of 4.3k. But the main reason why I'm taking him is, is I believe Gunnar Romney pulled his hamstring last week. Uh, he was taken out of the game. He did not return. I think his status as of today is quite, is questionable. I don't think BYU rushes him back in the game against Texas state. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to sit out. And if that's the case, Paua is going to move up into, you know, receiver one or two, I think most of the coverage will probably go towards Dax Milne. And I think that could put Paua in some uh, advantageous situations. So for that price tag, long-winded explanation, I'm going to go Paua as my number third, my, my number three wideout. I like it, man. I really, I, I think that's a creative one, and that's one that may be off the radar that people aren't thinking about. Um, before we get to our flex and our super flex, I want to tell you guys that the college experience DFS style is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but perhaps don't know how, well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support available 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus. Ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right. We're down to the final stretch here. The flex and the super flex. Um, I mean, I liked your angle of going, look, you went to that BYU game and I'm just going to reveal that I, I, uh, my final two plays are in that game and yeah. And my flex, I look, my thing is, I think BYU is going to be up a lot. Texas state's defense, not that good. I mean, I think Texas state and Jake Spavito, they're improved, but I know their record doesn't say it, but I know on camera, you watch that film that they are an improved team. And I like the direction of this team. One of the reasons why they're so improved is because they have a stud wideout in Marcel Barbie. This kid, I don't look, he's from Pueblo, Colorado, and I'm disappointed that my buffs didn't grab him because already this season, 16 for 218, four touchdowns. And if you've watched any of Texas State football, he kind of jumps off screen. I think uh, Texas State's going to be down 20, 24, 28, 30. They're going to need to throw the ball. And Barbie is a receiver that is big and physical. And I actually think. He is a matchup nightmare for the Cougars. So give me uh, Marcel Barbie at, at some low value of 5,100 to really get some points here. What do you think of that play? Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, I think the game script, like you mentioned, I think Texas State's going to have to pass the ball a lot. Uh, and I think, you know, garbage time points is what you're hoping for there, basically the whole second half. 
Um, I, I even considered taking the Texas state quarterback. Um, I, you know, I like the backup better than the starter. You know, the starter, I'm, his name eludes me right now. Um, uh, there's McBride and there's vent. Yeah. Brandy McBride or Bra- Brady, Brady McBride. McBride. Yeah. Yeah. So he went down, he went, he went out with COVID for a couple of weeks and, uh, and Vit came in and Vit man, he lit it up. Uh, and you know, some of those early weeks, there wasn't a whole lot of games and we were playing DFS and I, I rostered Vit a couple of times and he did well for me. I, I think he was doing better than, than McBride, well, I th- uh, I, I but think- either way, both quarterbacks. I think Vit yeah. ha- had the advantage, though he was their starter all, uh, majority of last season. McBride was a transfer from Memphis, but yes, I I agree with you. But I I think I think they'll get no matter who the quarterback is, there'll be opportunities for Barbie to shine. I think in this game when you're trailing a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. And that's the the, the one thing Texas State can do is throw the ball around the field. So yeah, yeah, you know, nice. Nice pick there. Um, I didn't have enough money for my third receiver to take him. Or no, I'm sorry, we're on flex, right? Yeah, on um, flex. So with flex, I only had uh, 4,300 left. I couldn't afford Barbie. I went with a guy on the Cincinnati Bearcats, and no, they do not have a prolific passing offense. <laughs> uh, and and uh, so the the receiver is Jay Sean Jackson. Um, yeah, you know, he's had a, a fairly quiet year so far. But in his defense, Cincinnati hasn't really had to pass the ball yet. Um, you know, they've had blowout wins against USF and Austin P, and uh, and the game against Army. You know, they were never really in threat there. Um, the one close game against Army, he did catch uh, four balls for seventy-five yards. Hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Um, he is there. You know, there's two main wide receivers. He's one of the two main guys. Uh, so I think at 4,300, I think you're getting a pretty cheap price on a guy. While he hasn't put up big numbers yet, he could have his best game of the season so far. SMU is going to sc- score some point, so Cincinnati can't rely on just the running game. They're going to have to pass some, and um, a lot of those passing attempts will go to Deshaun Jackson. Love, I absolutely love the deep sea diving you're doing over there, man, and the gambling on on some of these names. But I, I think there's a you make a valid point on why to take these guys. Um, I could totally see SMU, you know, focusing on the Bearcat run game and, and Cincinnati beating him with a little bit of air ball, you know? Hey, it's worth a shot, man. Yeah. Uh, super flex. I'm assuming we have the same player. Who's that? We have Zach Wilson because Texas state's defense is not very good, right? No. Wow. They're, 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 I mean, Hey, I'm a huge, huge Zach Wilson fan, but I kind of put him in the same category as like Trevor Lawrence or, uh, you know, Travis DTN. Um, I mean, e- even if he only plays three quarters, you know, if it's going to be that big of a blowout, he'll still put up solid numbers. I, I don't, you know, I'm not arguing the pick at all. I see exactly why you took him. The BYU offense is, you know, freaking dynamite. And uh, Zach Wilson's a hell of a player. But uh, well, a, a I didn't have the money, and B the game script worried me a little bit. I think BYU might rely on the run more this week. Gunnar Romney might not play. Um, you know, I, you know, he, he's a safe pick, man. He's going to put up points, even if even if they do take the air out of the ball, like they did against uh, Navy in in the uh, opening week. Yeah. Um, no, I did not take him. But I mean, do you want to you know offer your explanation as to why you did? Uh, well, I just think Texas State has enough firepower. If if you look at our spreadsheet with our picks, we I, I took Texas State. I don't, I don't recall what you took, but I think Texas State has enough offensive firepower to actually stay. I'm not going to say that it's going to be close, but I'm saying it'll be. It won't be. It won't be Navy. All right. It won't be 55 to three. Texas State has too many yeah. skilled players at the running back, wideout, and even arguably quarterback situation uh, spot. And uh, I expect them to put up 25, 28 points on uh, on a BYU team. So I think that will keep Wilson still throwing the ball enough to put up some big time stats. But uh, uh, yeah, you know what? You might be on thing because BYU they are they might be coming off that big win against Houston. They might kind of be you know sleepwalking through the first quarter. I think the the game prior to Houston was against I think UTSA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that game was close. So maybe BYU doesn't really, you know, get up for this game as, as, as much as they would, you know, a bigger name opponent. 
Uh, that 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 might keep um, Texas State in the game some. That might force BYU to keep their foot on the gas. So yeah, that makes sense. But um, but I didn't have that much money anyway. So I went to the uh, UVA Miami game, and I got my second quarterback in my superflex. I went D.R. King. Um, you know, he hasn't put up you know crazy numbers like he did at Houston. But the one thing he does do, he's going to pick up at least 50, 60 yards on the ground. Maybe he'll get a rushing touchdown. He's a, he is a safe pick. He's 8,200, um, you know, and, and he could have a big game. He threw four touchdowns against Pitt last week. You know, UVA secondary is struggling. Uh, last week against Wake Forest, uh, Hartman threw for over 300. So I expect a pretty good game from Derek King here. I think he's a, a, a safe pick to go along with some of the the more gambles I took in my roster. Um, so yeah, that's it, man. What well, do you think about? Well, what do you uh, think about King there? I know. I, I, I think there's potential there. I mean, UVA, my thing is I, I want to make sure Brevin Jordan's playing. I think that's his top, his favorite guy to go to. He's questionable, but I, I do like the angle because obviously Brennan, I'm from what I read uh, uh, yesterday. I don't think Brennan Armstrong's playing. So if you're starting the backup quarterback for Virginia, Meaning, I don't think they'll be able to move the ball great on on Miami, who's got a stout defensive line. Bronco Mendenhall loves a run heavy team, but if you can't run and you limit yourself with a backup quarterback, that means a lot of opportunity for turnovers and essentially putting Derek King in a nice spot to be able to capitalize on on these turnovers. So, I, I like the play. I I mean, um, I think my I mean Miami's one of my locks too. So I I I like. Miami to get it done against UVA. I think that Rhett Lashley's the difference maker there, and especially without Brennan Armstrong. Yeah, my one concern is that they they focus too much on the running game, um, and and they don't have to pass as much. But uh, uh, you know, like I said, at least King is going to get you rushing yards as well. So, uh, so hey, I think this sounds pretty good, man. I think uh, I think uh, I might be in the money again here. I'm expecting a big weekend. How about you? I can't wait, man. I love some of these lineups, man. I love that Friday night lineup. I got going love that. Yeah. I feel good about all of them really. But uh, so I'm looking forward to taking Cooley's lunch money, taking your lunch money. But um, guys, if you want to get in on this NC Nick tweets out a, a invitation just for a couple bucks to get into the DFS with us, but also, you know, I, all of these lineups that I play against NC Nick and Ali, Alan Cooley and, and, and everybody, all the DGen nation, I also submit them in the big winnings. Cause you know, our pal stacking the money green won $200,000 giving away a lineup that no one else took, by the way, I might add I, that who's the fool there. Who's the fool there. But, um, uh, so you guys, it's all there. It's free for you. All right. It's hey, you want a live update here? Yeah. The uh, the game has ended, and Alan Cooley, congratulations, your oh. first win, buddy. Oh man, beat me by beat me by two points, man. Alan Cooley wins. But, I come in second. You come in fourth. Uh, I, let me be the first to con- to congratulate Mr. Uh, Alan Cooley. Legend, right there. Uh, shout out to Alan Cooley. You enjoy my lunch money, all right? But go 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 get yourself a Joey Burger. All right. And uh, enjoy guys. I hope you guys are digging this DFS podcast. We're going to bring it to you every week and hopefully I won't be in a hotel room every week. So we'll have even better reception and uh, we can fire these things away, but I think we're giving you good lineups. I believe in our product. So hopefully you're digging this thing, but also check out the rest. You know, obviously our picks, me, Patty C NC Nick pick every single college football and college basketball game division one. We've been doing it for three plus years. Make sure you check the spreadsheet for all of our locks. We've been over 500 every year, picking every game. And of course we've been over 500 with our locks. So uh, make sure you tune into that. Also college basketball fans. If you're out there in a DFS college football, you know, world, we just released our ACC basketball preview for 2020. We're a month away from college basketball. There's more where that comes from. I promise you there'll be other conferences coming right up. All right. So make sure you give uh, myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are part of the sports gambling podcast. They're on Twitter at the SGP network. And by the way, if you, if you could do us a solid and give us a five-star review on iTunes, I would really appreciate that. 
And if you do that, that's essentially, let me break down how we get money from sponsors. They look at the iTunes comments. They say, Hey, people like these idiots. Let's give them money to talk about more DFS lineups, more pick more games, little private episodes or game preview, private episodes, whatever you want to say. Um, the point is, is that we really need uh, that type of feedback. And if you do that and you, and you tag at the Colby D on Twitter with, with perhaps your screenshot from your comment, I'm going to put you in a raffle to get an SGP or college experience sweatshirt. And I'll put it like this. We'll get you something. We'll get you something. Just sit back, enjoy, but we appreciate all of DJ nation. And uh, all right, this is the college experience. What week eight DFS. I almost said week two. Cause it's the second week we're doing the DFS. This is the college experience week eight DFS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.